lovers listening, I am the Night Talker, a friend of contemplative dialogue that manages to sit quietly during the day, and when the day is done, he speaks. Would you think on these things? John the Baptist, a uh, interesting figure in the telling of the earthly ministry of Jesus Christ by all four gospel writers, and he has a unique position, and he is the forerunner, the precursor. He's the one who comes and he says, here comes the Christ. Uh, he was described as a voice crying out in the wilderness. The night talker is such a voice. It's not an attempt to be John the Baptist, but certainly a John the Baptist typology. The reality is somebody's got to say it. Somebody's got to throw the stone that causes others to stumble. So mine is an attempt to be a voice. I just want to be a voice in the night hours that causes you to consider and to think and to rethink and to reconsider and to even rethink the rethinking. You know, I am just simply here to be a cognitive provocateur. I want you challenging thoughts and challenging the way you think about the things that I choose to share with you that I think. Well, it's a double-sided nature to this thing. When I'm talking to you, I'm sharing something so transparent it is so easy to judge me based on what it, what it is that you think you hear. Your filters, the way you process material, will say more to you about you than you could ever possibly say about me. I, I set this out there because I've been hearing some really, been getting some really interesting feedback. And, and trust me, feedback is valuable. It, it encourages you. It creates a better you. Good, bad, or indifferent, it creates a better you, a more appropriate you. And uh, I've been, my voice is, is uh, <laughs> let's see, what was the one that was supposed to, oh, oh, a person told me that I, I never could sleep until I started listening to you. Now I can sleep. <laughs> so it's this intoxicating type of drowsiness that comes from the tones of the night talker. <laughs> I find that stimulating and exciting. <laughs> Don't ask me why. I'm just made like that, okay? And then there is the other. You sound so weird. And that creepy music. <laughs> That's some beautiful music. It's not creepy to me, but but I understand. You, I understand. It's creepy to you. <laughs> creep, 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 creep. <laughs> and then there's the... Sexy voice, you know. <laughs> and then, of course, there's that, there's that uh, hideous laugh of yours. I laugh to keep from crying, but my laugh is, is, is not the humor. It's the point of the sarcasm or the wit or the point of making. It's that place <laughs> where I want you to be. Cognitively, it's what I'm provoking or attempting to provoke in you. 
It's poignant. It's dramatic, isn't it? <laughs> but I tell you, the greatest gift of this podcast is being able to be the voice. The thing that you hear that causes you to continue to hear. At some point or another, we've got to turn on the audience. <laughs> you know, we got to turn it on and we got to get engaged and we got to figure out what are people thinking when they're not thinking what they're thinking? Why won't you think about these things? In our introduction, the very first podcast presentation, I tried to make sure that I, I explained the point of the show because I have friends, I have some seriously intellectual friends. My friends are all bright people. And uh, they, they, they challenge all things. And I, want, I wanted it to be something that was meditational. But I wanted to deal with some Christian thought, contemporary Christian thought, but not do a Bible study. Can you feel me? But I can't talk about what is contemporary to me without the biblical context because that's who I am. And if that's disturbing to you, I understand. There are other podcasts you can view. But I got you. I got you to at least decide that you didn't want to talk about stuff that was spiritually based. There came one criticism that I'm just really excited about. It's the one that says that you sound like a cult leader. You sound, it sounds like a cult to me. Well, let me help you. The occult, <laughs> what you're talking about, sounds like that devious, diabolical person leading people to drink Kool-Aid. That ain't me, baby. That ain't me. But there is a cultic nature of all religious formats where we are predictably moving in the same format and you know exactly what's going to happen. To that regard, there is something cultic about what I do. I'm determined to entertain your thoughts. I'm determined to see you think, to experience your thoughts. So make your comments. Don't, don't worry about offending me. You can't really offend me because you don't really know me. You know the night talker. <laughs> Remember that now, okay? Uh, so say what you will of him. Uh, is it my alter ego? I, I don't know. Some level, maybe so. But in truth, he is a voice. A voice that causes you to respond internally. Causes you to, yes, open the door of the basement of your consciousness and go down the stairs slowly but surely and go to that place where you've hidden that secret, you know, on the bottom shelf on that, down, down in that bookcase in the corner over there where ain't no lights, where nobody will see it. Go over there and get out your brown bag and pull out that secret and recognize that our God was standing there waiting on you to come back, patiently waiting on you to come back where you lost yourself. <laughs> That's what we're about. We're that voice that instructs you on where to go and how to consider. And the way we do that is by laying before you what it is that we've considered, that I've considered, that others are considering. To those of you who are listening to me, and it's just invigorating and exciting to you. God bless you. I'm so excited to know that I can sit in my city. <laughs> I can sit in my city 
and I can talk to you in the midnight in your living room and you're waiting on me. <laughs> Tap the follow button and be notified every time I make a move because this is the season to be jolly and I have much to say about this time of year. Oh my goodness, the numbers are going up with the pandemics. People have decided to decide what they decided and I'm okay with it, but I'm just saying, you'll pay. All of us will pay when the ignorance of some embrace the knowledge base of others and we cannot find a way to coexist where everybody is blessed. I hope that we can do that. I hope that we can come to a point where we can recognize that something needs to give. I think it's to both extremes. I'm doubly vaccinated, baby. I'm waiting on the booster. <laughs> you hear what I'm saying? I'm in. I'm all the way in. I love science. I'm all the way in, but I love God. And God gave me science, so I love God in science. And I render unto Caesar science, those things that are science. And then I render unto God those things that belong to God. You understand what I'm saying? So, see, when science ends, God begins. And I'm comfortable with that. That's just me now. Hmm. Where are you at with it? <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. And it's your place. Be where you are. But there's much to be said this season. So let's pay closer attention. Let's follow close and continue to do the response because your response is because I am the voice. I'm the voice. I'm my voice. But I am the voice that forces you to confront and be introduced to, in some cases, your own voice. <laughs> Crying out in the wilderness. What wilderness? Uh, this place that we call reality. <laughs> I'm out here doing what we all are doing. Trying to make it from point A to point B. And understanding that all things in the middle belong to the journey. And the destination is not really point B. The destination is the journey. I'm the voice. I'm the voice. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the voice that, that declares truths should be investigated and distortions should be understood as truths uninvestigated to discover that they're not truths at all. But for a moment, a distortion is somebody's truth. Yeah. Did you think about it that way? It's true. Okay. Well, I just wanted to put this out there. This is a, this was pressing. I had a couple of people to, to get in contact with me, and, and they were concerned. And I, I wanted to make sure you understand that the voice, the, the, the night talker, the voice of the night talker is what it is. It's the voice of the night talker. He is the midnight provocateur. Again, the one who causes the uncaused cause has suggested somebody needs to talk about the things that are causing the causes to happen. Can you hear that? You could get lost without thinking on these things.
Listening is indeed a gift. Thinking is man's way of avoiding himself as he comes to know himself. Join in again next time. We'll see you then.